Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts, Megan Myers and Steffi Predmore. This week, we're chatting about the pink tax. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click buy me a coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com slash IRSI podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. How's it going, Megan? It is going pretty good. It is deliciously cold in the morning, so I like it. Yes, we're like finally, finally getting into like even if it's warmer in the afternoon, the like crisp mornings. I, yeah, love I, a crisp morning. No, I took Edie to school. Like it was, I think it was Friday, and we left, and it was nice and like. I'm, I'll, I'll say crisp. It was crisp in the morning. It wasn't cold. It wasn't like quite chilly it was just Mm -hmm. nice and crisp and she we walked out and she goes cold I was like I will accept that from you because you're two and you don't have the vocabulary to be able to say that it is chilly Mm -hmm. or whatever but that's okay I'm sure my child tomorrow because it's supposed to be like really warm again tomorrow yes he will be like why is it so hot? It was cold. What the hell? Like every time the weather changes, he's like, "Why is this happening? I don't understand. It was cold yesterday, and now it's hot. What? Why is it hot if it's cold the day before?" I'm like, "I, I don't know what to tell you aside from the fact maybe you should pay more attention in your science classes." Yeah, I don't. I, I will say that I, you know, for I, I suppose for kids who like lived most of their lives in Texas, where, like. You don't have quite the extreme fluctuations. It's Mm -hmm. probably a little confusing, but also you lived up here for like two years now. Well, also even when we lived in Texas, he was the same way. (laughs) So he would be like, it's December. Why is it 80 degrees? I'm like, I don't know. Because we live in Texas. Texas and also global warming. Like I can't. Because the world is on fire. Anyway, short story is that we love fall. Yes, yes, it's the best. I got my sweatshirt on. I'm feeling, I bought a uh, fuzzy blanket for Evie's bed, like a big one to put Mm -hmm. on for the fall and winter. And that's how I put it on last night. And she was so excited because she loves to be cozy. And I went in there this morning and uh, she usually asks me to like lay down with her for a few minutes before we like get up. So she's like, Mama, lay down. And I was mm. like, can I get under your blankie with you? She goes, yes, so cozy. <laughs> so, yes, it is so cozy. So That's how I know that my kids are my kids because they also really appreciate a good cozy blanket. Yes. Bottom doesn't seem to care that much. But whenever we get new blankets, they're like, oh. Ooh, I know. That there's honestly... I'm like trying to think of like what is better than a bland new, brand new blankie. And I'm not coming up with much right now. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking, like, I'm not coming up with much. Taking the brand new blanket and, like, sitting outside on the porch where it's, like, just slightly cold enough for the blanket where you're comfortable. With, like, like a a hot drink and a book. Yes. The best. So, so good. I love it so much. Um, 
I have been and over this last week in a real re-listen to the maintenance phase archives <laughs> mood. Uh, I just went like on like a three-day maintenance phase bender where I've listened to every episode, like mm-hmm. every episode they've put out and every bonus episode they have. I've listened to literally all of them already. And I was just like popping around the archives, like listening to some of my favorite past episodes because I guess I just wanted to like feel angry about something. <laughs> I don't know if I just wanted to like feel something. I don't know what it was, but I love Aubrey and Mike so much. And I was like, I want to listen to some maintenance phase. So I, maybe it's because I knew we were going to record this episode and I was like getting in the mindset to yell about some shit. I mean, I don't really need a lot of prompting to yell about some shit. I mean, but I do hardly ever. appreciate a maintenance phase re-listen. Yes, 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 yes. So that's where I've been in the last in the last week. But I do feel especially prepped, especially this morning when they put out their goop episode, the goop episode. Not listened yet. I will. I mean, by the time this comes out, I will have listened. But I always it comes out Tuesday mornings, and then. I never really have enough time to listen to it before you and I record because yeah. I, when I listen to maintenance space, like I need to listen to it <laughs> because first of all, they always have really good jokes and I don't want to miss anything, oh but God, also they're, the they just have like really smart insights and all that. And I don't want to miss, I can't yes. do, I can't multitask. I can't multitask. I can, I can listen while I get like ready in the morning or while I'm like washing dishes mm-hmm. or like in the car driving, but I can't listen to it while I'm working. Yeah. And the only time, the only thing I, the only work that I can do while I listen to any podcast actually is, um, like if I'm editing photos or something where I don't have to be like typing. Yes. If I have to type. Can't do it. I can't do it. Like words and words. (laughs) I can't do words and words. I can do words and music, but I can't do words and words. (laughs) So I have to do like pictures and words. Yes. Same. But I can listen to music and type. Yes. Because I'm not... Because like, I'm not actively listening to like yes. what the words are. I don't yeah. have to actively process the words. I just hear like, la, 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 la in the background. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so all of that to say, um, we're going to yell for a while about the pink tax yes. this week. Uh, because why not? It's always a good time it's to talk about time. the pink tax, to be honest. Yes. Uh, which we started to yell a little bit about a few episodes ago. <laughs> and then we were like, well, we're just going to actually come back and just make that a full episode. So this is this is that. Um, before we like dive too much deeper, I would say that if I had to guess, probably the majority of our listeners already know what the pink tax is. But for context, if there's anyone who does not know what the pink tax is... Megan, can you define that for us? So, yeah, I would say the majority, I'm sure the majority of our listeners are probably women. So that's probably why they already know probably what it is. Um, the pink tax is not an actual tax. So it's not to be confused with the tampon tax, which also exists. Yes. And is also technically a pink tax, but not the same. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> It's a different kind of pink tax, so, just to confuse the matter. So the pink tax is the concept of uh, the fact that women automatically pay higher prices for things because companies decide they need to cost more. So like clothing for women will cost more or vitamins for women will cost more than things for men, even though in general they are like the exact same thing, mm-hmm. like soap. 
right. for some reason sometimes costs more for women, even though it's literally soap yes, in a different package. Yes. So they did some studies. They have done multiple studies about this over the years. And it turns out that <laughs> this is really annoying. Um, if you do the math on all the things that we pay for, like over the course of a year, women spend approximately $2,100 more a year on these items. What? That's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Uh, and so that works out to, you know, like, you know, like $80,000 over your lifetime. That's like just shy of 200 bucks a month. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. And it also includes, it doesn't include, it's not just products, so it also co- includes like services. So mm-hmm. be- yes. before ACA, women automatically paid more for healthcare, even though it didn't always include like obstetrics. Yes. Um, but sometimes, uh, you know, women, I think, I, I'm actually not positive on this, whether it's still true or not, but I believe for a while women paid more on car insurance as well in some companies. Yeah, I think it may be in some companies because they don't think that we're instead of drivers. Yes. And if you are a woman, you know that, you know, when you go to except get your... for Except unless you're a teen and then yes. the teen boys are Pay more. way more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like if you go to get your car fixed, then you automatically get the pink tax because they think you don't know what you're talking about so that they can just like say some fake words and like here we're going to charge you more haircuts haircuts definitely cost way more which is bananas because like you can because you most of the time in a a lot of salons and there are a lot of salons that are changing this but Mm. i would say probably the majority of salons in like small town america like you still go in and you book either a women's haircut or a men's haircut Yes. And it doesn't matter if you're a woman with, like, a pixie cut, like, or if you're a man with long hair. Yeah. It's still a man's haircut or a women's haircut, and the man's haircut is, like, 20 bucks, and the women's (laughs) is easily double. Sometimes, it depends on where you live, there are some places where you, if you are a woman with short hair, you can get the men's haircut, but it's still called a men's haircut, which is ridiculous. Yes. So that is the general overview before we like, we weren't, I, I don't think we were trying to get into specifics at the get go, but it just makes but, us so angry that we have to, <laughs> that here we are we're immediately about things. Um, yes. So we, in preparation for this episode, we went yesterday to our local Meyer, um, which if you don't have Meyer where you're at, uh, it's, it's like Walmart. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like, it's better than Walmart. I would say it's, it's a better shopping experience than yes. Walmart. Um, but I would say, like, a lot of the products are, like, and the prices are Walmart-esque. Yeah. Well, I would say more, I would compare it more to Walmart just because it's, like, they have, like, a huge grocery side. Yes. And then they have, like, everything they have else. all the things. They have all the kitchen yeah. stuff. They have clothing. They have, you know, their general household items. Yes. They have fish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's more than like Target, which is a little bit more limited. So we went to our local Meyer and we compared some things. Um, and I took some pictures. Um, and most of the things where we found the differences were 
in the like personal care mm-hmm. items um so like shaving deodorant um stuff like that and i would say that the biggest thing that we found was that um the majority like for example deodorant we looked at uh, we we tried to compare and we tried to compare apples to apples so like i looked at degree deodorant and then I tried to find the same degree deodorant for the men and then the, the same one for the women so that we could compare mm-hmm. like the apples to apples. So for example, the degree ultra clear black white, which is like the anti-white marks and yellow stains. Okay. For the men, um, that is a 2.7 ounce stick of deodorant and it was $5.19. For the women, it was still $5.19, but it was a 2.6 ounce package. Which doesn't sound like a big difference, but it does add up over time. It does add up over time. And that was the same for the other one that we looked at that I found the same was the degree advanced 72 hours motion sense. <laughs> the, the names of these are ridiculous, but I just want to I just want to be like super clear about which ones we looked at. And again, the men's stick was 2.7 ounces for $5.19. And the women's, again, same degree advanced 72 hour motion sense was again, 2.6 ounces for $5.19. Also like the shape of the women's package. Oh, it's like the ergonomic, like fits in your well, hand. And it has like that, like it looks like it has like a, waist. a woman's body. Yes, where it like tucks into I the middle. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. Uh huh. It makes so much sense for deodorant. Um, the other, we so then we also compared Gillette men's razors and razor blade refills to the Gillette women's. Now, the Gillette men's, let's just be like super clear. Um, when you're just like, if you don't, if you don't really know what you're looking at, you don't actually see Gillette women's because the Gillette women's is now branded as the Venus. Yes. It has Gillette in like tiny letters. Yes. But there are, so you know, it's that brand. Yeah. They are made by Gillette. Um, I'm trying to remember because the Venus, I remember when the Venus like came out. It was a big deal. And it was a huge, huge deal. There were so many ads for it. And I think... I think it's because, and I, I honestly don't know if this is true or not. I feel like before I'm your Venus, God, your fire, your desire. I feel like before the Venus came out, they did not have uh, replaceable head razors for women. It was just the really crappy plastic ones. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. I mean, I was like probably a teenager when they came out. Yeah, I was like, I was pretty young when they came out. I remember. I also remember the Venus coming out, like coming onto the scene, but I don't remember what was there before it because I think I there had, was like, like just started shaving the chic intuition maybe was before or maybe it was at the same time yeah but the one I remember using before the Venus was like it was like wide yeah but I, co- I can't remember what the I brand of that one was. was but it was a wide one because apparently like I don't know why I'm literally having to think back huge. like 20 years <laughs> I can't remember, but yes it was it was it was unwieldy um okay so I we I we compared the so Gillette to Gillette and we looked at the five blade razors and the three blade razors. So the men's 
The five blade razor, uh, which is called the Fusion 5, Gillette Fusion 5. And the initial razor, it comes with a razor and then two blades, like refill bl- head refill things. head things. Yes, thank you. Um, and from what we could tell on the packaging, all of the men's razors were had a metal handle. That's important. Mm-hmm. So the men's was what I just described for eleven ninety nine. Then we come over to the women's. And it is the Gillette Venus, the the five-blade razor, is the Gillette Venus Deluxe Smooth Platinum. And it comes with the handle and the two, and then two replacement head things. And because the men's had a metal handle, we looked at the women's metal handle there were plastic handle options and metal handle options for women mm-hmm. and the metal handle one was 1569 so again the men's was 1199 and the women's was 1569 for yep. the exact same thing um and then when you look at the three blade razors so the men's is the gillette mach 3 <laughs> Again, uh, seems to be a metal handle, and it comes with the handle and then the two refill blades. And the women's is the Gillette, Fe- Gillette Venus Smooth, um, and that one did not have a metal handle option. It just only had a plastic handle option. Um, the men's was ten forty nine, and the women's was ten forty nine. But again. The women's was plastic handle and the men's was a metal handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so then we looked at the replacement razor blade packs, which is like really where they gouge you. Yes, it really is. This is really like, I've been using men's razors for years for this reason. Because <laughs> I figured this out a long time ago. So the replacement razor blades for the five blade razors... The men's, the Fusion 5 replacement cartridges, there's eight cartridges in a pack, and the eight-pack sells for $28.99. The women's is, of the five-blade, it is six cartridges for $29.39. So the women's is $4.90 per cartridge, and the men's is $3.62 per cartridge. That is a huge difference. It's a huge difference. Um, when we look at the three blades, which again was the Mach 3 or whatever mm-hmm. for the men's. Again, so that was a 10 cartridge pack for $24.99. And then the women's was an eight count for $20.99. So again, the women's was $2.62 per cartridge. And the men's is $2.50 per cartridge. Also, the packaging and naming of these is just, like, the men's one is, like, black and silver with some green and blue. And then the women's one is light blue and pink. Or purple. purple. And it's got, like, and it's, like... Again, it's it's got the body shape. Yes, it's shaped like a a woman's body. It's... It's strange. 
the men also the men's naming convention is like very manly it's Mach like, three Mach three fusion turbo uh-huh. and the women's ones are just like talking about how smooth and sensual you will be because it's all about like being an appealing woman yes and the men's one is about being even, a man even I have on like one of these pictures you can see like the Meyer brand in the back and even the Meyer the brand same. is called the women's Aurora oh god um <laughs> Also, you know, and I have to think, like, um, for a lot of these brands, like, the brands that we were looking at, I also have to think of, like, if you are a non-binary person or you're a gender-fluid person um, or, you know, you're gender non-conforming in any sort of way, I would have to think that purchasing these items must be, like, really... um, like a fraud decision. Yeah, sort of. like a really hard decision. Because it makes you feel like you're committing to one gender, gender or another. When it's literally a razor or it's mm-hmm. literally deodorant. I will say, like, I was thinking about this uh, this morning as I was in the car that um, a lot of the, like, more natural brands mm-hmm. have are the ones that have the gender-neutral packaging. So, like, Native Deodorant is has very gender-neutral packaging. Um, if you think of, like... Um, like uh, Method, um, Mrs. Myers, uh, Dr. Bronner's, like those are all like much more like quote natural or like kind of hippy dippy brands, mm-hmm. um, and they all have pretty gender neutral packaging. They don't really have like a women's or like a men's. Like the the native deodorant will have like a different color font on the package based on like the scent mm-hmm. of the deodorant, but there's no like men's version and women's version now but also, i have seen those though, tend to be more expensive they are very expensive those are i think the native is like 11 dollars, i believe it's supposed to five whatever for a dove or something like that exactly but i have seen certain cases where and i don't think this is the i don't think this is native the company i think this is the store where target or other stores mm-hmm. like they will put the native they will split up uh-huh. native based on what they think the scents should be yes and they will sometimes make the women's one cost more mm-hmm. simply because of the scent or whatever it is yeah so it does happen even with things that are technically not gendered in any way on yes. their own side <laughs> yes exactly so all that to say like this is just like really, it's such a racket. Um, we also noticed, so we took a look at like body wash and shampoo and stuff. And this one, it gets a little harder because there are so many different like niche brands now. Um, and there's so many different, like, there's so many different needs, especially when it comes to your hair yes. and skin. Everyone has different textures of hair and yes. you have different acne needs for your skin exactly. or moisturizing levels. So there's such a wide variety it's really hard to compare a one-to-one yeah and finding like that apples to apples comparison is a lot harder but the stuff that we did notice like for example we we saw like a suave for men and like a lot of the times when you see like dove or suave or something like that their men's line for example this was like all the suave stuff that we found for men suave men and they're like dark blue <laughs> packaging uh it's all a three-in-one because yeah. apparently men can only handle buying one 
product. They don't have time, Steffi. They just are so busy. They don't have time. So it's shampoo, conditioner, and body wash all in one. Because you definitely... Whatever. Okay, don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> but then... You know none of those are working very well. Literally none. <laughs> uh, and then... We live with men, so they often smell. And so we can tell you they're not working very well. Um, and then if you go to the Suave, like in the women's section, where everything is pink, and the, again, the packages are shaped slightly differently, like the package sizes are the same, and the prices are the same, but the women's products, quote women's products, mm-hmm. are either like a two-in-one, so a shampoo and conditioner. But Maybe, not, but not very often. But not very often. That's really hard to find. Or... It's just shampoo, or it's just conditioner, or Mm -hmm. it's just body wash. So, like, even though the individual product is the same price and the same size, it's only supposed to meet one need. So So you're automatically paying twice or three times as much. Exactly. Exactly. Um, The other one where there were a couple instances where, um, like, we took a look at multivitamins um and for the most part they were the same we did find one brand um truly <laughs> organic women's multivitamin real fruit gummy and then organic men's multivitamin real fruit gummy um where they were the same size package they were you know in theory just like the women's version and the men's version and the women's was $17.99 and the men's was $14.99 which is very strange. And I do understand the actual need for men's versus women's vitamins because yes. there are different things our bodies need. Yes. But it was very weird that that one was so different. And there price. wasn't, right. And there wasn't like anything that was very clear as to like why one was more expensive. Yeah. Now, I will say the Nature's Truth vitamins, it was the opposite actually. That, the men's multivitamin gummies and the women's multivitamin gummies, the men's actually were $2 more. Interesting. Which I found that interesting. because um, So the men's multivitamin, it says men's multivitamin plus B12, D3, zinc. And then the women's is the women's multivitamin plus collagen. Hmm. But again, like just the layperson, like maybe on like an individual level, each of those vitamins, like those three vitamins somehow cost more to add to the thing versus right. the collagen. But like, just as a lay person, there's no way of knowing, there's no way of knowing that. So you're like, what the fuck? This makes no sense. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. And then we did take a, per- we did take a little stroll through the, uh, stationary because obviously we would. <laughs> um, and we did notice a couple instances. Um, so, we found the Bic highlighters. Mm-hmm. So they are the Bic bright liners. Um, the the with the chisel tip. The standard package has five highlighters in it. Um, just your typical neon yellow, green, pink, orange, blue, um, and that was five for two dollars and nineteen cents. And then the exact same brand, Bic Brightliner, same chisel tip, same size, everything, same like ergonomic grippy handle, Mm -hmm. like whatever. That has, this one here has six in the package, but they're in pastel colors. So they're pastel, yellow, pink, purple, blue, green, and orange. And that was $4.79. So you get one more highlighter, but it's over double the price 
for, I assume for a it's pastel because color. they're pastel colors. Pastel ink costs more, even though they're all synthetic, so I'm not really sure. Exactly. And again, like, this is like, does the pastel ink really cost that much more to make? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it costs double to make mm-hmm. pastel ink. Right. You would think it would cost less because... It's not as vibrant. Right, exactly. Like, isn't there less pigment? I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. But, like, again, this is just, like, a lay person looking at it and being like, the pastel, which is ostensibly meant to attract girls and women, right, is double the price of the package that's just, like, your regular-ass highlighters. Yeah. So... Um, those are just some examples that we found. And that was just one store that we went to. We did not tromp all over God's creation. Right. Um, yeah. We, we could have we done this experiment at like every store and we probably would have found similar results and also like slightly varying things. Yeah. And we didn't look at clothing. We didn't look at um, like kids toys, mm-hmm. things like that. So, mm-hmm. but there, I mean, the, those things do also occur in those categories. Yes. So, what can we do about it? I don't know. I mean, so I, like, I, there are definitely instances where I've started buying the, like, quote, men's version of things, like mm-hmm. razors, um, because I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, I'm going to just buy the men's razors because they're the exact same fucking, like, they work sometimes actually better mm-hmm. than the women's version. Which I also don't understand because they're supposed to be the exact same. Like, why is the men's working so much better? I think, honestly, it's because the women's ones almost always have the little, like, moisturizing strip that uh, then clogs up the blades. Yeah, it does get, like, really, like, ugh. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, like, a personal, on, like, a personal level, like, again, like, I switched to using men's razors um, quite some time ago. Um, a lot of the products that I use now are like fall into like the like native deodorant kind of category where there's not really like a gendered option and they're just Mm -hmm. a little bit more expensive in general Um, but I mean I think we also just have to like talk about this stuff because I've seen like I've seen tiktokers talk about this go to their store literally show on camera Mm-hmm. The stuff that we just talked about, and they still have usually men. I mean, it's always men. It's almost always men. And their comments going, that was faked. What? <laughs> How are we making this up? I, I carry around labels for other stores, just whatever, in case I go into Target and I want to stick them on. The, what? No. Right. Um, like, what? No. And I'm sure, too, probably part of the argument will be that, you know, well, men need, men have to buy other things, too, that women don't have to buy. And I guess technically that is true. There's not that many of them. There's maybe, like, condoms. But also women buy condoms. Right. Because, you know, men barely wear them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For reasons. Uh, but women have, you know, probably five times the amount of things that we have to buy that men don't have to buy. Right. Uh, aside from menstrual products. Yes. There are, like, speaking of the vitamins, there are so many other vitamins that women should be taking. Not necessarily that they 
have to, but that they need to buy that are separate from a multivitamin. Mm -hmm. If you are pregnant and you take a prenatal vitamin, prenatal vitamins are very expensive. Yes. They are way more expensive than a regular multivitamin. Yep. Granted, you are like growing a baby inside your body and that makes sense on some level, but also you don't get support paying for that. No! And then if we talk about clothing, women basically have to buy bras. Yes. If you don't wear a bra, like, the world apparently will burn down. Apparently. Like, I mean, there are oftentimes, like, if you work certain, in, like, in certain jobs, you'll get sent home mm-hmm. if they don't think that your attire is appropriate. And so if you're not wearing a bra... You were likely to get sent home. Yeah. So that's a whole other article of clothing that is expensive. They're so expensive. Men just can wear whatever underwear that they want. Or none. Or none. Or just, you know, wear the same pair until it shrivels up and dies. (laughs) Like. Yeah. There's just, I think it's, it's weird. Even like my kids who I try to explain these things to them and I try to be like you know it really sucks to be a woman in society and they just are like what do you mean mom I'm like let me explain things to you at the dinner table even though this is a weird conversation but we're gonna have it gonna get into it but they still it just doesn't occur to them to even think about those things Mm -hmm. they don't stop to think like oh I do have friends who are girls and maybe certain things suck for them right Especially with the teenager now. Like, I don't know if he's thinking more about that or not. It's hard to say. It's but hard, I'm hoping... It's hard to say what's going on in his head. Yes. I'm hoping moving forward, as people are having more conversations about this, I will say I feel like Gen Z, at least the good side of Gen Z, I know there's multiple sides, but they are yes. striving to be good people and to bring awareness to many things. Yes. And I'm hopeful that maybe this would be something that... And we could say what we want about social media. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of things to say about social media. But I also think one of the good parts of social media is that we also have, like, a more of an ability to call companies out Mm -hmm. when we see this stuff. Um, And again, sometimes it's not the individual companies. Sometimes it's the stores. So I do think that that, to a degree, is, like, an important distinction to, like, really kind of take a critical look like is this the actual company or is it the store that I need to call out but also just like being able to call it out like being a- like when um I I'll, I remember like the Ellen monologue about the Bic for Women pens the Amazon reviews for the Bic for Women pens are amazing I mean yes <laughs> also if you <laughs> Amazon reviews can be the worst and the best, Mm -hmm. just like every other part of the internet. Mm -hmm. If you go, I can't remember, I don't know if this still happens or not, but during the, oh, was it the 2008 election, 2012 election with Rick Perry and his binders of women, the binder reviews on Amazon were (laughs) off the hook. I love Amazon reviews. Um, yes. So like we, I mean, we have the ability to call things out when we see the bullshit mm-hmm. and say like, did we really need this 
pink pen for women. Right. Did we really need this thing for women in this way? Like, does this need to be priced this way, Target? Does this need to be priced this way, Walmart? Like, bringing attention to it, calling it out when you see it. And like, if that happens enough, companies will make changes because they see that their customers are pissed off. Right. So we do have the ability to like, make small changes just by speaking up about things. Mm-hmm. Um, can we yell for a minute about, I know that this is, we were talking about the pink tax in relation to like things for women, but can we also yell about um, feminine hygiene products for a minute? Uh, I mean, of course. <laughs> uh, I just like, I don't think that men in general and this is a very general statement. I am sure that there are dudes out there who have lots of women in their families that have had to go to the store and buy these products. And so they do realize a little bit more. But speaking generally, I don't think that men understand how fucking expensive period products are. Mm-hmm. And you, you have to buy them all of the time because you have your period every month. Yes. For like fifty days. years, and for days, years. and then it goes Many on long for years. Time. Yes, a long it's a time. Long ass. I mean, I am getting rid of my uterus, and I will have had my period for twenty-two years by the time I get rid of my uterus. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm only thirty. I'm only going to be thirty-four. Yeah. So like, in theory, I would have still had like another fifteen, twenty years to <laughs> go before. It, would have naturally gone away. Right. Like, do the math. That's a fucking long time. Yes. Um, and, so, and like, depending on how your period is, you may need multiple products and multiple boxes of them. Yes, because you have to worry about, you know, the light ones or the heavy ones or the wings and the... And the oh. overnight and the blah, 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 blah. And, and like... All- if you use tampons, I can't just leave that in all day or else you'll get toxic shock, toxic shock syndrome. And like, am I wearing a dress? Like, I gotta wear something different if I'm wearing light colored pants versus my dark colored pants versus... And also, you need to buy more underwear. Sorry, it's just a fact. Lots of You undies. need more underwear. Lots of undies. Um, you need to have your period underwear. Yes. And I don't mean like the thinks underwear. I mean like the underwear you wear when you are on your period. Just, just in, in case, case you leak. <laughs> yes. It's 100% a hundred percent. Every thing. woman knows. Yes. It's the old underwear that you thought about throwing away and you're like, no, this will be my period underwear. Yes. Yes. It's the underwear that like your grandmother would have said, don't wear it because if you get in a car wreck and they see yes. your underwear... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's the underwear you say for when you're on your period. The least of my worries if I'm in a car. I mean, yes. I always <laughs> thought that was a very strange thing to say, but it's whatever. Um, and, and these are medically necessary supplies. Yes. And we have to pay out the fucking ass for them. Yes. We pay so much money for this stuff that should be free. Yes. And there was that shortage recently where this prices just went, like, skyrocketed. Yes. Like thirty dollars. Yeah, so that was around the same time that the formula shortage was going on, which is a whole nother thing that should be free, as well as diapers. All of these are medically necessary supplies. You can't just not have diapers. You can't just not have just hold your baby over the toilet. Right. You can't just (laughs) not 
have formula to feed your baby, you can't just not have pads and tampons. Yes. Like, these are things that you have to have, and we're charged at the ass for them. If you have a uterus, you're just automatically gonna pay out the ass for this stuff. Um, and I will say, like, I, I have seen a lot more in recent years of making things like menstrual cups more accessible mm-hmm. and, like, educating on those. And, like, um, there's, you know, a lot of organizations that will have menstrual, menstrual cups for, you know, people that have lower incomes and, like, can't afford to buy useful things every month. But, like, and that was probably, I would say, like, of reusable period products, like, the menstrual cup is probably the most accessible just in terms of like, you don't have to have like really, um, reliable, like a really reliable, like laundry. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, like you would with like the things underwear or reusable pads or something like that. Um, but there's, but not everyone can use a menstrual cup. Yeah. And you do still have to like have the time in the day to go and like, clean it out like empty it out out yes and And, like depending on like how heavy your period is you might still need like other products other products yeah so it's not like uh oh well that is the solution Mm -hmm. um so this is mostly just me yelling because this is the thing that should be accessible to everyone yes for free for free 99 yes um and i mean like there the there are statistics about how many girls in like developing countries miss school every month because they literally don't have period products so they can't go to school right like this is an actual this is an actual problem this isn't just like a Steffi's yelling about something (laughs) just because she wants to yell problem so this is one of those where like I don't necessarily have a solution but it is something that I think we need to think about and be advocating for and maybe someday they will be free Probably not within our period lifetimes, but right. Maybe for our kids or grandkids. Yes, I think I think the main problem is uh, capitalism, mm-hmm. um, because obviously I'm sure the argument would be, well, you know, can't be free because these companies have to make money. Well, th- then it should be subsidized by the government or exactly. something like that. I just worry. Exactly. There's so many things to think about because I'm worried that. It, if they do, it should be free. Yes. But I'm also worried if they do make it free. <laughs> We've talked about this in a previous episode, how in school, when you had your period, like they had the worst yes. possible oh, tampons yes. and pads. It's the single that- ply toilet paper of tampons. Yes. yes. That will be what they offer for free. Yes. I mean, probably. I'm, I'm sure that's what will happen. And it's, it's better than nothing. Yes. But it's not great either. Yeah. So... In the meantime, I do think it is worth, like, just keeping in the back of your mind if you are a relatively, like, financially privileged person that this is probably not something that you have to worry about on a monthly basis. Like, you probably just go and buy your tampons and don't think twice about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's worth keeping in the back of your mind that that is not the case for a lot of people with uteruses, Mm -hmm. um, especially unhoused populations um, and, you know, other low-income populations. So... Um, there are a lot of organizations that you can donate to. There's um, lots, like I think there's just bit, pretty much a perpetual need um, in homeless shelters for pads and tampons and things, mm-hmm. especially pads. 
Um, and so if you have the opportunity and you have some extra income, you know, maybe make a donation. Yeah. Um, take some stuff to your local homeless shelter. Um, you know, like I said, I'm getting rid of my uterus and it's not something that I'm going to have to worry about in a few months. Um, so I will probably go buy a bunch of stuff and take it to our homeless shelter because I'm not having to buy it for myself, but I might as well like put that money towards providing it for somebody else. So, you right. know, maybe you're, maybe that's what you do. Or I saw somebody recently on TikTok where every year for her birthday, she asks family and friends to like send her period products. And then she puts together a big donation and she has an organization that she donates to. So it's just worth like keeping in the back of your mind and thinking about how you can donate just even locally. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I have to send it to the countries in Africa, the children in Africa. <laughs> like, yes, there are needs in other countries, but there are absolutely needs in your town. Guarantee yes. you. I and don't care where you live. There's a need in your town yes. for these products. And also, even if you do want to send them overseas, there are organizations that are in place yes. that will take your money and do that for you. Please don't just start sending things. Tampons in the mail <laughs> yeah. to wherever. Like, to find an organization on the ground that you could support. Yes. These are, they are the organizations that already have everything. They have the infrastructure in place. They already have their ways of probably getting wholesale pricing. Yes. They already know what to do. Just give them your money. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and I mean, that is also worth noting, like, even for, like, local organizations, like, go on their website and mm -hmm. see what they're asking for. Like, if it's yes. a local homeless shelter, they are probably asking, like, hey, just bring us pads, tampons. Like, they are probably going to list the things that they need the most. Yeah. Um, as well as other hygiene products, toothpaste, deodorant, all that kind of stuff. Um, but double check because they might say like, hey, we've got a lot of this thing, but we really desperately need this other thing. So yeah. just like hop on their website and double check before you drop stuff off um, or you go out and you buy something specific. So yeah. anyway, that's that's our yelling rant Yeah, for today. And I will note that uh, in New York State, I believe it currently is illegal to have the pink tax. Woohoo! But that is just one state. One state. Out of 50. Yes. So we have a way to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like when uh, California announced that they were going to be doing like universal free lunches. And I was like, woohoo! But also, can we bring that everywhere else? Thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Megan, what's bringing you joy this week? Um, so I believe I've mentioned before that our library also has video games. Yes. Um. We went to the library this weekend, and uh, I got more books that I don't have time to read. Uh, <laughs> but we also got a video game called Cat Quest. <gasps> so it's cat, it's actually Cat Quest and Cat Quest Two. It's a double game bundle situation, Ooh. and um, it's very fun. The First one is just a one-player game, and the second one is a co-op game. Ooh. So one of you is a cat, and the other one is a dog. Oh yes. And there, are, it's very cute. The art, the graphics are cute. You like, it's like a little quest. So it's kind of you know like any adventure game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are so many dog and cat puns throughout this game. Oh my gosh! It is amazing. Uh, they just find every way to work in like purring or barking or like any like all the name place names are like the barking hills and yes 
instead of hurry, they say furry. <laughs> it's very, very cute. I love that. It's been very fun to play together. Love. That's adorable. What is bringing you joy? Um, I, so I am making a lot of Christmas presents this year. Um, way ahead of the game. I am way ahead of the game, and I finished two of them last night. Nice. Very excited about this. Now, will I peter out and not finish some of them by Christmas? Dunno. I mean, you are having surgery, and you have to recover, so I you do can't have to do a whole lot. Exactly. So I'm think I'm I am thinking that I'm gonna have a big chunk of time where I get a lot of reading done mm-hmm. and I get a lot of crafting done. Yeah. So, because these are not like on your feet crafts. This is, I'm not like quilting. Like, this is like embroidery and cross stitch and you have things to have I your can, feet up. Yeah, I have to have my feet up. Things I can like sit and do in bed. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm like feeling really good about that. Nice. It's very exciting. I always have really great plans to make Christmas gifts. And then I, it's not that I, I don't even peter out because I don't usually start. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually like, oh, this would be like, I'm going to get this thing. And then I'll like maybe get all the supplies, but then I just won't actually start doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've been there. I've definitely been there. Uh, uh, but on a, I'm on a roll so far this year, knock on wood. So. I think you just keep going and then you'll be done before October starts and then you'll be set. I'm kind of, that's kind of what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I have like, because I'm doing like a lot, there's a lot of embroidery stuff that I'm doing. And so I have a lot of floss and, and fabric and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so. Um, they're not costing me a ton of money. Yeah, that um, helps. they're like fairly economic, economical projects. So that helps. I don't have to go to the store and get a lot of stuff. So um, yeah. Anyway, it's been fun. Awesome. I'm very pleased with the ones that I've done so far. I'm very happy with them. So. <laughs> That's that. If nothing else, it's it's making you happy. So exactly. You know. There you go. Win win. Yeah. yeah. Next week, we are going to have a special guest to talk about owning a bookstore. Very excited about that. Uh, Until next time, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Bye.